As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Good morning. Whichever. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, comrades and friends. You might be wondering what the hell this is. Well, it's a mini episode dedicated to, well, laying out what's in store for History Impossible in 2021. Because, as some of you paying attention might have noticed, possibly in interviews I've given or vague statements I've made in the intros to this podcast, that 2021 is sort of going to be different. And I don't just mean because of the events on January 6, 2021, or what what I like to call the day some of us realized too many red pills had been taken. And actually, just on a tangent, I... I could not have predicted that was going to happen, despite the fact that I kind of did in the pandemic episode I did. I mean, let's be honest, what we saw was historic in a lot of ways. I know a lot's been made of it, but I still can't shake the feeling of how significant that sight of a man carrying a Confederate battle flag through the United States Capitol, something that never happened during the United States Civil War, I can't shake the sensation of how significant that is, if only from a sort of trite, symbolic perspective. So who knows where that little moment, where that whole day is going to work out in the annals of U.S. history. Call it the beginning of the end or just the beginning of a new era. We have no idea of how things are going to shake out. I hope for the life of me that even though things seem to be shaking out in the way I did indeed sort of allude to the fact that they might because of the pandemic, I can't help but feel a sense of, well, it's sort of like what I was saying. I don't, on one hand, I feel really happy and, and really proud of myself, very smug, one might even say, that I was able to predict this in a lot of ways, but it's also not, it wasn't good to say the least. But seriously, like, I I can't help but feel a little bit smug because I did kind of predict this. I mean, if the George Floyd riots of the summer of 2020 were, I guess, what we could call the Spartacist uprising 
of America, we could very clearly see the January 6th Capitol incursion as the cop putsch. So let's just keep our eyes open for, well, I don't know, I guess some sort of like protest or some massive revolt happening in D.C. or some other city that starts in a beer hall, if you will. And pay attention to who's at the head of that protest. Now, semi-joking aside, there was a moment for me when this was all happening that I was just like, oh man, I love being right. And then I felt kind of the opposite of, oh man, I really don't like being right. It's like Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. God, I hate being right all the time. (laughs) So my, my, you know, half-joking smugness aside... Uh, that's obviously been weighing a lot on my mind and a lot of other people's minds, especially in the history podcast community. I mean, you know, we, a lot of us have been talking via messenger on Facebook and on Twitter and just having a little back and forth and, and the tension is in the air. And I think a lot of us feel it a lot more acutely than the general populace, just because we're nerds and we immerse ourselves into this notion of, well, we, we always are thinking about how history is getting made as it happens, you know, so this has definitely been weighing on everyone's mind. And on one hand, that might have something to do with why this first episode of this first series has taken a little bit to come out. But it's also because I'm trying to, you know, deliver the best product I can for the new direction of History Impossible for the foreseeable future, at least in terms of 2021. So... I give you that whole preamble about the events at the beginning of 2021, though, because I obviously did not know that what was going to happen happened. And it just kind of makes it weird that I'm launching this new, completely unrelated series now, since I've kind of almost made it my thing to connect the modern day to, you know, stories from history. Um, And in this case, I, I don't think it's any different. I mean, all the stories of throughout history are relevant for one reason or another, but this is just so not directly related to the changing culture that we're living in, as far as I can tell, at least, that it might seem a little weird. But I had to address it. Otherwise, people might think I'm trying to make some sort of statement by delivering this series that you will have no doubt seen me start when you probably hear this podcast, this mini-sode, if you will. Um, Because... This series is, in case you didn't see from the title of the first episode, a bit of a doozy. I mean, I think I might have outdone myself with provocative titles for this one. Um, But with that said, it's a very long and complicated story that I'm going to be covering. This story I'm calling The Muslim Nazis. This is a story that actually was one of the first stories I ever thought about doing for History Impossible. In fact, I was going to start the whole History Impossible podcast with this as a series. But, under the advice of my guru and friend, Daniele Bellelli, he said, hold off a little bit. Sorry, Daniele, if that impression didn't do you justice. But, uh, he said, hold off a little bit because he thought it'd be better if I just established myself and established, you know, just sort of the kind of stories I want to tell and give people variety. And that's the thing, is that, This might feel like the variety is going away because I'm going to be focusing on one single topic for a bunch of episodes. I'm thinking it's going to be anywhere from 10 to 12. It might feel, though, like this is a little too singular. Now, don't worry. There will be intermittent things throughout the year. It won't just be this series on the Muslim Nazis. It'll also be the occasional infinitesimal impossibilities, like I mentioned at the beginning of this first episode in the intro, 
Molly and I are working on one right now, and it's going to be really fun. It's going to break up, frankly, what's going to be a very controversial and horrific in a lot of ways series. But I just want to let you know that there will be infinitesimal impossibilities. There will still be pop quizzes for those who support the podcast at on Patreon at the $5 level or above. And if possible, there'll still be some impossible interviews scattered throughout the year. I don't think that this series is going to take the entire year. I'm already well into the research and the writing and the producing of the series. I mean, we have a lot of stuff that we still have to go through, but I'm basically half done with the research. So this is going to be a lot faster paced, hopefully, in the release schedule than normal. Unfortunately, I wanted to get this first episode and this mini-sode announcement out now because, as it happens, February is going to be a crazy month in which there might not be any podcast released because, and I hope you can all appreciate this, Molly and I just got ourselves a house. Finally, our adults, I guess. We entered adulthood for real. So we got a house and we're going to be moving in beginning of February. I have no idea what the studio setup is going to be. I'm going to be working on that. So there will be a little chunk of time where you might get some radio silence from me for the most part. But I want you to know that this series isn't going to be Dan Carlin paced. I have no plans of making it that slow. Because you'll also notice that a lot of these episodes are pretty short. I mean, there's a, there's a couple ones that I think are going to be pretty long, like over two hours long. But this first one is only about an hour and a half, which is <laughs> that's kind of like an afterthought by my standards at this point. But that's because I'm trying to pace this out a little bit differently than other stuff I've done in the past. This is all one cumulative story, and it's a crazy one. That's why I have faith that even though it's basically just one topic throughout most of the year, I hope you'll be all, you know, glued to your feeds waiting for the next episode because I really think this story is crazy. It is seriously one of the most complicated stories I've ever looked at. And I was looking at Mongolia in the years following the Russian Revolution. And as you no doubt remember, if you listen to that episode, Blood Bardo's Bullets in Buddhism, I believe is how I phrased it. You'll you you know how complicated things can get, at least on this show. That's nothing compared to what we're getting into here. Because what we're getting into here begins with Imperial Germany in the late 19th century, its relationship with the Islamic world, and then we're going to be jumping into the history of, I guess we could call the early days of the Israel-Palestine conflict. I mentioned in the episode that there will no doubt be some crossover with some of the stuff you probably learned and heard from friend of the show Daryl Cooper's amazing podcast series, his inaugural series. He had more balls than me to do this. He had an inaugural series that was all about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict from pretty much from the same period of time that I'm covering, and then even a little bit after. So I highly recommend you go check out the Martyr Made podcast, the series Fear and Loathing in the New Jerusalem, if you want to get the deeper sort of, for lack of a better term, hardcore version of that story. But the first half of this series is going to be covering a lot of that in a lot of detail. The difference between this and Daryl's series is that the way I'm approaching this is that it's going to be a much more zeroed in, focusing on one character with occasional tangents here and there and how it all relates. We're basically going to be following this character all around the path he took, which begins in Palestine ends up in Syria, then ends up in Iraq, then ends up in Italy, then ends up in Germany, and then ends up in the Balkans, specifically in former Yugoslavia, occupied by the Nazis. So 
This requires a lot of patience, I think, on my part as well as your part, because there's so much that needs to be explained when it comes to these parts of the world. There's a lot of nuance and careful treading that needs to be made. It's obviously, that's a thing. Israel and Palestine is enough to set anyone off. But if you start talking about the Balkans, specifically former Yugoslavia, that's just yet another landmine I might trot upon. So I got to be really careful with this one. And I really want to do my due diligence when it comes to this topic. I'll have my opinions, but I'm going to try my best to be as fair as possible in every possible way. This is not going to be some series where I'm taking a blowtorch to Islam. So if you want that, this is not your podcast. This has nothing to do with how, quote unquote, Islam and Nazism are the same. I have actually seen people try to make that argument, but it is to say it's wrong and stupid is kind of an understatement. This also isn't going to be some sort of like, I don't know, like anti-colonialist focus either. This is just about a story that I find so fascinating because of how controversial and crazy it is, but also because it's one of the lesser known and understood parts of the Second World War. Most people I've talked to about this story just give me a blank look, or they might have a flicker of recognition, but have no idea how insane it got and how many various players got involved and how it's all connected to wider conflicts that happened well, both before and later on in the 20th century. So if you'll pardon the long-winded sales pitch, I'll just give you the TLDR version, which is, this story is crazy, this story is important, and I think you'll all like it. I really hope you will. And then once we're done with this series, which, like I said, I hope will be before the end of 2021, we can then get back to doing some more individual episodes... And then, at some point in the future, I'll jump into my next full-length season of History Impossible. And it will be, hopefully, just as crazy and just as needlessly controversial as this one is. Regardless, I'm very excited to give you the first full-length season of History Impossible that I have given the very impolitic title of The Muslim Nazis.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.